Welcome back to another episode of the Philosophical Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Kristen. I hope everybody is doing well. Today's episode, I'm going to get a little bit more philosophical, but in the terms of or in relation to working out into fitness, into nutrition. And specifically, we are going to talk about subjective versus objective reality. And I guess for starters, for clarification, for those of you who might not know, subjective reality is how we interpret the world and objective reality is how the world actually actually presents itself. So for an example, if if I'm looking at a tree, the tree is the tree regardless, right? That's an objective, that's an object, that's that's something. And subjectively, I might say it's a big tree because of my point of view. And objectively, or subjectively, my son might say it's a small tree from his point of view. And Regardless, it's still the tree. It's it's a description that I say it's a big tree. He says it's a small tree. It's it's no different than if you're flying in an airplane and a semi doesn't look as big as it does when you're up next to it on the interstate or on the freeway. And how we interpret things is we live in an objective world and we have the ability to to change or we filter it through our minds to a subjective reality. So Let's take a piece of paper. The piece of paper is a piece of paper regardless. But let's go a little bit deeper than that even. Let's say the piece of paper is inside of an envelope. So you have this piece of paper inside of an envelope, and that's still just a piece of paper on an envelope. Nobody thinks anything of it. It's cool. Now let's go a little bit step uh, a step further. This piece of paper inside of this envelope has words on it inside the paper, but the envelope is still blank. There's There's nothing on there. It's still, it is what it is. And let's take that one step further and, and follow along with me. That that next step is on the front of that envelope, you see internal revenue services or service, IRS. They've sent you a letter. So all of a sudden that piece of paper has meaning. And I'm, I'm speaking about this from experience. I received a letter from the IRS a couple months ago and I think it ended up doing with the stimulus package or something like that. But when I got the letter, I was like, oh, crap, what the, what the heck's going on? You know, I started doing my taxes or my, I've always done my taxes, but I started doing like for my, my own business. And I'm like, did I mess something up? Like I was questioning. It was all these thoughts were going through my mind. So subjectively, now those words on that, on that object, on that envelope with, with just squiggly lines, that object has meaning and it's, it's gone through my filtration system to where it now has this subject. Um, I'm, I'm subjecting it to my reality and, and it brings up these thoughts and these emotions of worry of, I wouldn't say excitement, but nervousness maybe. Um, but it's still at the base reality. It's still that, that envelope. It's still that piece of paper and how I've interpreted it as before I even open it, it's something that that brings some sort of emotion to me. And once I opened it, obviously that subsided right away. And because it was a sigh of relief, because it was just some sort of informational piece. And once again, it's still that same piece of paper. So it's still that that base, that base layer. It's still a piece of paper inside of an envelope with just black lettering on it or black squiggly lines, what we call letters or words. So when we when we take this approach to the gym, objectively, 
since we can measure by weight lifted, there's only one strongest person in the world. There's only one because 7 billion people can't be the strongest people in the world. You can't have, unless everybody lifts the exact same weight, which is not possible. I mean, maybe it's possible, but it's, it's the odds are astronomical. There's only one strongest person in this world. So back when, and I, I still compare myself, but back when I was at my heaviest, I, I would see people and I would say, man, I am however old I was at the time, 24, 25. And I, I can only lift 135 pounds on the bench press for a couple reps. And then I see people that are half my size, you know, maybe twice my age that are doing more, more weight than me. And subjectively, it gives me meaning of why am I not better? Why am I not, why can I not do what they do? And I think what it comes down to is we're always going to to have those feelings. I think we're always going to compare that. I mean, that's kind of what society does is it helps balance us as a whole. But objectively, the way that I can approach it going forward is I have my own base objective numbers. So the base reality for me is 135 pounds at the time. So then I can push to be better than I was yesterday, better than I was last week. I can push myself to be better than I was. And no longer am I going to have to compare myself to other people. I can I can set a goal for myself based on other people. But what does it mean to be strong? What does it mean to be fat? What does it mean to be skinny? What does it mean to be in shape? Some people laugh at me when, or look at me funny when I say, I'm feeling a little fluffy today. And I'm not, I'm not shredded. I'm not in bodybuilding competition, you know, leanness mode. But I know that I am on the leaner side and I am on the more muscular side than a a, a great percentage of people. And I'm saying that because my subjective reality or my subjective view is based on how I was three months ago, I might want to be a little bit leaner. I want to meet, might want to be a little bit stronger. And it's not me picking on myself. It's just me pushing myself, but I'm comparing myself to myself. I'm not comparing myself to other people. Now, if I was even to look back even further, and I would say subjectively, how do I feel now compared to how I felt six, seven years ago when I was at my heaviest? I feel 100% better. I A million times better. I am more confident. I am I like the way I look. I like the way I feel, not just not just my confidence, but like the way that I'm able to move. I mean, I've 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 gained in age, but I I move and I'm I'm able to keep up with my kid and I'm able to do these fun activities that I want to be doing without worry. That's something to be proud of. And I'm 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 basing it off of my objective life, off of where I've come from. And I think that's important to keep in mind that we need to remember where we've come from and we need to also have this idea where we want to go but we need to stop being so hard on ourselves and stop comparing ourselves to other people because there's always going to be somebody there's only one person with the most expensive house in the world there's only one person with the most amount of cars there's only one person with the most expensive car in the world so when we continue to strive for to be better to have the best that's okay, but just realize that don't 
Don't beat yourself down. Use it as motivation, but don't beat yourself down if you're not there. Don't quit and give up before you even start because you're not that person. Because if you start today, just start today, whatever that smallest step is. If you start today and you you work towards that over the next six months, over the next six years, over the next 20 years, you will be further along than you were today. There's no better time than now to start. So in an objective world, if you're comparing yourself to somebody else, just know that subjectively you can control your mindset and how you want to view that. If you see somebody that you think is really prettier, you think somebody that is better looking than you, you can you can be happy for them. But subjectively, you might think they're attractive, but I might not. So what can we do to better ourselves without without handicapping ourselves to where we don't start or we don't do anything about it? One thing that I try to self-audit myself on a lot is I complain. Don't get me wrong, I complain. But am I complaining and not doing anything about it? Or is it something that actually bothers me? If there's something that actually bothers me, I, I, I get fixated on it. And when I get fixated on something that bothers me, then I, it, it consumes me. It takes up a lot of my time. It takes up a lot of my brain space. And I either got to figure it out or, or, or work through it somehow. And sometimes it's not even figuring it out. It's just giving it time to settle. And it's during those times that it's, it takes away my focus from other things. So if, there, if there's something bothering you, if there's something that's on your mind, what can you do to, you know, maybe make it better or change the mindset to where you push yourself to work towards something rather than just feel bad that you're comparing yourself to somebody else? Because there's only going to be one strongest person. There's only going to be one Subjectively, there's probably millions and millions of attractive people. And you can work and you can strive and you can you can keep pushing yourself to to get to whatever goal, whether it's to progress in, in your in your career or to to better your relationship or to be a better parent. You can continue to push and you can compare yourself to parenting's a good a good example too is if I compare myself to other parents, well, there's a bunch of different factors that go into that. Is our kids' temperaments and our experiences and our temperaments. But but comparing ourselves to other parents and saying, man, that person's good and I suck, that doesn't do me or my son any good. So objectively, I can push, and when I say objectively here, it's there, it's a little murky because... How do you say what is a good parent? There's nothing to measure it by. But it through society, the ideas would be providing, being there for somebody, um, whatever, whatever the criteria is, is you can you can break down what it means to be a good parent, but it it, it comes across so many domains and, and it and it stretches across more than just giving them hugs. You know, it's it could be providing food. It could be providing shelter. It could be comfort, love. It, it, it's so many things that go into that, but you can push to be a better parent than you were yesterday rather than compare yourself to your friend Johnny or your your uh, your cousin Jill. 
and you can continue to push. So use your subjective reality, but base it on your objective reality. So that's what you, where you were at yesterday, where you were at last month, where you were at three years ago, and, and push yourself to be better. And some people move faster than others. Than others, And that's, that's also something that you can filter through your mind. You know, if you have blue glasses on, blue lenses on, like everything's going to look blue to you. If you have black glasses on, everything's going to look dark to you. Like sometimes it's, you know, maybe, maybe put on the shades a little bit and see, uh, see the light or see the world from a different light. And it's piece by piece. It's, it's not an overnight fix. It's something that, that I've learned for myself that I, I, I have to prove to myself day in, day out, week in, week out. And it's my lifetime is like a book. It's, 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 it's an entire book in, in, Without a book, a book is made up of chapters, right? And, and those chapters are made up of, of paragraphs. And those paragraphs are made up of sentences. And those sentences are made up of words. So I could go through an entire book. And if I don't read one word or if I skip one word, I'm probably going to get the gist of the story. If I skip one sentence, I probably still get the gist of the story. If I skip one paragraph, I probably can still piece it together. If I skip an entire chapter, that's when it gets a little tough. And so with your workouts, with, with life in general, if you have one day, compare that to, if you have one bad hour, however, however small you want to break it down, compare that to the word. You can still have a great story. You can still push yourself to have a filled, exciting, full book. And those days and those words will come and go. It's, it's pushing yourself to complete your story, to, to keep pushing yourself to have this most full, complete book that, that inspires you. And so when we look at, once again, objective versus subjective, a lot of the times it's, it's how we frame it. It's how that tree that looks big to me and small to my son, maybe he's up in that airplane. It's still the same tree. And not that everything has to be glass half full, not that everything has to be always so optimistic. But you're able to see more light when you tend to be on the lighter side of things. When everything looks dark, it's hard to see the light because it can hurt your eyes. So how do we choose to make ourselves feel better? How do we choose to and, and, and it's hard, and I, I get that. I get in these these modes to where I'm down, and I'm out, and I'm not wanting to, to leave my room. I'm not wanting to do anything. And it's hard to go for a walk. It's hard to be outside. But what's that one small step that you can take? What's that one small step that you can take to, to, to better your life? Even if you're in a great mood right now, what's that one small step that you can take to build upon your progress? What's the next step? while still appreciating what you've done, what you've accomplished so far. So objectively, I'm going to end this podcast. I hope everybody has a great day, a great week. As always, if you have any questions or if you need any help with anything, whether it's fitness, nutrition, if you just need a consultation call, anything to set you up to boost you to to make it where you want to be or to help push you to help hold you accountable, send me an email, justin at philosophical.com. Or you can visit the website, www.philosophical.com. And once again, I'm, I'm hoping to get a couple programs rolled out in the next weeks, 
months, however long it's going to take. It's uh, once again, that's, that's my small step is piece by piece, but eventually it's going to get there and I'm going to be dang proud when it does. So I hope everybody is well and we'll talk to you next time.